is going on, Chit Chatters? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. This episode is from my car, which is the second time I've done this. And the reason for this live in-car show is because I've been crazy busy this week with work and just things going on in life that putting a show together just didn't happen. And I don't like to half-ass my shows or my episodes. And even though for me, I do lots of research, I don't do it like kind of off the cuff. I tend to put things together to really create a show for you that has content that you can go back to look at and content that's going to help you get a better sense of the subject that we're talking about. Um, For this particular live show, I want to talk about job searching in a post-COVID world. And this was originally the topic that I had planned to publish as an episode for this week. But like I said, life just gets to you. And honestly, I couldn't go a week without actually um, bringing a show to you. I felt really bad about not being able to put something out. Um, Like I said, I didn't want to let the day go by. And it would have been the first week that I didn't put out a show in, in over a year. So I started the show back in April of 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. And I've published at least one episode every week consistently. So I wanted to make sure I didn't break that custom. Um, anyway, to really talk about today's episode, I want to dive right in by saying, Anybody who's in the process of job searching or who is starting a job search, listen in, bring your pen and paper, and get ready to take notes because I'm going to speak from my voice and my mind and not from the notes that I was doing from research. So in talking about job searching, one of the biggest things that's changed in our world today, um, you know, post-COVID or, you know, after the pandemic's kind of closing in, is the way we and we connect with people and the way we search for opportunities. So many of you have heard me talk about LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is an amazing, amazing networking tool. And I think that for individuals who are looking to find a job, it's all about connections and the people you know, the connections you make, and being able to reach out to people who can help you in your job search, like really People are genuinely wanting to help others, and they're genuinely wanting to be able to provide services and resources. I've reached out to many individuals to support me in my job search journey, and so I know that on LinkedIn, there are people who do the same thing. So if you're someone who is going through the job search process, be sure to find me on LinkedIn at Jose Miguel Longo. Happy to provide any support, any questions, connect you to people that may be be connected to um, that are first degree networks, first degree contacts. So I'm here for that. So jumping in into the other pieces about the job search process, there's one thing that I've learned throughout my career in job searching is that you want to really be able to write down what it is that you really want in a job. You want to make sure that in your job search process, you're not settling for things that really don't fill you up and don't really bring you joy. And that's obviously a consistent theme about the podcast, looking for the things that bring you joy, but at the same time, making sure that the information that you're searching for is relevant to you. And 
right now, there's so many job opportunities out there. If you're someone who's like, okay, well, I can't be picky. I just need to find a job that's going to pay the bills. There's a lot of opportunities that you can just search and you have to determine what are your transferable skills that are going to apply to these type of opportunities that are out there. The second thing that I'll say is that when you think about your job search process, you want to be really aware of what job search platforms you're using. I mentioned LinkedIn. There's also Indeed. There's also Monster. There's ZipRecruiter. There's so many platforms out there. But when you're searching on third-party platforms, oftentimes these companies will scrape the jobs off of the employer's site. So what's really important is that when you're job searching, you always go back to the employer's site to confirm that the job is actually posted. And when you're completing your application, oftentimes you have the opportunity to share where you found the posting. So if you found it on Indeed or found it on LinkedIn, you can share that information in your application. But always, always, always be sure to go back to the original job site where the position is posted. The last thing you want to do is go through reading a job description that you get really excited about to then only find out and be disappointed that the job's actually closed and no longer available or the position's filled. The other thing that's important in this um, process and journey is making sure that when you read the job description that you're able to understand what the job is asking for. Now, I know this may sound pretty simple and really direct, but you want to make sure that in your job search process, you can actually highlight the things that you know how to do from the qualifications and the job requirements that you're able to say, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But what's also important is that you're able to give yourself examples of how you know how to do the actual tasks that they're asking for in the job description. The reason for this is that when you're getting ready to create your resume for the job, hint, hint, tailor the resume to the job and write your cover letter, you have examples of stories, right? Examples of things that you've done to tell the story about your job search or the story about your career. So really important that you do that, making sure that you're reading the job description really thoroughly. The other thing that I'll mention about that is when you're reading the job description, be sure to understand what are the things that you don't know how to do. The reason you do this is because if it comes up in an interview, you want to be able to address that and be able to address it in a way that you can tell the person that you're either A, willing to learn how to do that, or B, you're working to be able to learn how to do it. Super simple things, but being able to address that in an interview is important. You want to be able to make sure that your qualifications are matching to the job and that your qualifications are aligned with what the job is. Um, next thing is when you think about writing your cover letter and resume. So I've talked about the resume process and I've talked about the cover letter process before. One of the things that is really important in today's world, especially post-COVID, is that many people who have been living through the pandemic and working through the pandemic are now in this this remote working from home situation. This is a new experience for many of us and a new experience for so many people. You want to be able to document that in some way that you have the ability to use different platforms in a remote um, situation. So whether you use Zoom or you use Slack or Google Hangouts or any of those platforms that you can connect with video chat or video conferencing, 
you want to share that skill that you developed during the pandemic. That's important because a lot of employers today are always looking at ways that individuals are using forms of technology to be able to engage and to be able to connect. Slack is one of the most common ones. Um, I'll say uh, Microsoft Teams is another common one, uh, Google Hangouts. So there's all these different uh, interconnected chat platforms that different groups and teams use to connect with each other. And especially during the pandemic, that was the way that individuals were connecting with their teams in a remote way, other than having an actual meeting through a video conferencing. Um, so making sure you're putting that on your resume. The other thing that I'll mention is that when you read the job description, you want to be really aware of the language that is in the job description that you really want to write in your resume. People miss this all the time. It's a missed opportunity, I will say. When you read the job description, the person who wrote the job description wrote it in such a way that they're looking for people to include keywords in what their resume looks like and in their cover letter. Reason being is that they want to be able to filter out the applicants who aren't paying attention to the job description and to make it easier for them to find their shortlist, their unicorn. So really important that you make sure that while you're tailoring your resume, you use the keywords in the job description. One of the ways of finding out what the keywords are is look for the action words that are repetitive throughout the job description especially if the job description has bullets about what the responsibilities are and what the person is supposed to be doing in the role. Um, the other thing is to also look at what are the um, required skills or qualifications. Those are important to make sure that if you're looking for a job in the tech field or looking for a job in the software development field, they're gonna be, you're going to want to be able to list those not just from a skills perspective or a skills section, but you're also going to want to be able to share how you use those softwares and how you actually develop those skills. So really important stuff to be mindful and be aware of. The other thing that I'll mention is when you do find the actual um, keywords, just circle them because you want to be able to use that in your conversation when you're preparing for your interview. Those are all the buzzwords that the employer recognizes that they want the person to know and understand. So just a little interviewing tip there. I'm trying to think of what else I can talk about and mention um, as it relates to this process. Um, I think that you know if you're in the if you're in a space that you're job searching and you have an open, meaning like people know that you're job searching and you've been sharing with your network, put it out there on LinkedIn. I mentioned LinkedIn early on, but I can't emphasize how important it is to use your professional platform to connect with people that can help you in your job search. Um, I always talk about that with my students and I talk about that with my clients. What else can I share? I think that's about it for now. If I think of something else, I'll record something and put it on here, but this is my first live that I've done. Um, but I wanted to make sure that I brought you some some stuff and shared something with you because it's important to me to continue to connect with an audience. Um, this is my first live um, recording. I've never done one like this before. And so if anybody's listening to this after I, I don't think you can listen to it after I end it, right? It ends after I do it. Um, please connect with me. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. And I already mentioned LinkedIn. 
at Jose Miguel Largo. So having said all that, um, I'll just end this and keep it brief. But if you're someone who's out there and looking for any assistance with coaching and you're looking for assistance with your career and you're really trying to get out of a, a job search hump or a life situation, connect with me. I'm happy to help in any way. Thanks so much. Have an awesome evening and happy pride. Happy pride, friends.